Welcome to the Trading School Podcast. Trading made so simple, it will change the way you approach the markets. Now your host, Jonathan Rose. Okay, welcome everybody. So this is going to be episode seven of the Trading School Podcast. My name is Jonathan Rose. I'm the owner of Active Day Trader, and I'm here with uh, Jeff Gibby. Jeff Gibby's from Metastock. He Hello. heads their business development. What's up, Jeff? Thank you for joining us. Hey, of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, not too much is up. It's a, it's a nice sunny day here. Uh, so, yeah. Fantastic. Better than I could say uh, living in Chicago, but don't live in Chicago for the weather. We got a nice 30 uh, degree and 20 mile per hour wind kicking out there. You got our snow and our wind from yesterday. <laughs> right. Oh, you're, you're in Utah now, right? Right. Yeah. We're, uh, we're down in Salt Lake City, Utah. So, so it's, it's one of the places that's been voted by Forbes. That's the best place to live in the country. Really? Uh, yeah, I think it's due to um, like there's a lot of there's a lot of business here, but there's also still a lot of room left, and so like the cost of living is really really inexpensive. I, I lived in California for a couple of years. I can tell you it's probably half. Wow. <laughs> but but the wages are good too. So. Do fantastic. So is Metastock is are they based in Salt Lake City? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a company that was started literally in a garage like 30 years ago. And how long have you been with Metastock? Oh, like 150 years. Okay. Fantastic. So a little before they started. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah no. Like 20 years. And I, I kind of say that in joking, but I just did 20 years in March and wow. uh, it's, it's a phenomenal company. Um, I, I really enjoy working for it. Uh, so I started a little bit in inside sales and so, like, for the better part of a decade, if you called us, and uh, I'd be in charge of explaining the product to you and, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, lately, I do business development, which is a lot of fun. And I'm in charge of kind of like our, our distribution network uh, globally. So I just got back from, like, a two-week trip in uh, Europe, all paid for by the company. Now, I did a lot of work down there, but it was a lot of fun, man. That's really cool. So... So let me ask you a few questions about the software because I, full disclosure, I'm not that familiar with Metastock, but I was talking with Jeff and he was telling me about the program and it sounds you know, just really intuitive, really smart, and it makes a lot of sense that it's, it's, it's an overlay, right? It's, so it's used for charting, not necessarily for brokerage. You would go out and use a different brokerage. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. We, we, we actually, um, do you want me to talk a little bit about uh, the two core products we have? Yeah, no, that, that'll be great because just a, a little background. Uh, Metastock invited me to present to their audience and Jeff and I have known each other for, for a little bit. And then after the presentation from my side, it, it went great, really liked the audience. And then I had Jeff give me a walk through the entire platform and I'm like, wow, this you know, I, I'm, I bet people use about 10% of the capabilities of Metastock. So that's why I wanted to get Jeff on. Talk about, you know, how you use the program, how, you know, your clients use that. And I think a lot of people get some great benefit from that. So, yeah. To, so we have two core products. Um, one of the things is um, when I started 20 years ago, we were wholly owned by Thomson Reuters. And it was about four Maybe five years ago, we decided to buy ourselves back, but we kind of have this sweetheart relationship with Reuters. And so really, it's a little bit of background, but um, the reason I bring it up is 
there's really two core products that we market. There's a product that we call Metastock Zenith. And literally, like if you're familiar with Thomson Reuters, it's like, a, if you're not familiar with Thomson Reuters, it's like a $19 billion a year company. And 90% of the revenue that they make is selling like news and, uh, and financial information and data to uh, institutions. So 90% of this $19 billion pie is all driven by fundamental or f- by their news. And that's and, what, that's what I've been playing around with, right? That's the one yeah. you, oh my, that thing is, it's, it's Bloomberg. It's, it's, yeah, it, basically. It's they Bloomberg develop- for 95% of the price. Yeah, they basically developed it as a competitor to, to Reuters. And the numbers, I'll just rattle a few of them off here. They spent over a billion dollars developing it. They're well over a billion dollars now. Uh, it has uh, pricing data for approximately 70,000 globally listed companies. They have 40 million items of research available in it. They have news from over 2,600 full-time journalists and 200 different bureaus. They basically like to brag that they have like 90% of the whole global market capitalization, has like streaming video and news in it. Uh, It is an incredible product. And the thing that's nice is we can't, one of the agreements that we have with Reuters is they sell it to this icon product to their institutional traders. And we can't, we can't sell it to institutional traders. But if you're like a non-professional trader, if you're like a mom and pop, you can come in, you can get this product that, that Thomson Reuters made to complete with Bloomberg. And it's like, starts at 99 bucks a month. It's, it's ridiculously cheap compared to what you can pay for it on the institutional side. Well, so that's I mean, one of our... That's, uh, so just to jump in there, I'm used to using Bloomberg. It's what I've used in the past, but trading on my own it's very prohibitive, right? They make you sign a two-year contract. It's really, really expensive. You can't break the contract at all. And now, once I started playing with this platform and you hooked me up with, with a login just to mess around with it, I called you. I'm like, $97 and you can cancel any time? I mean, it's, 90, it's 99. crazy. Let's be honest, Jonathan. It's 99? 99. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought I got the good friend discount there. I, I, I probably wasn't supposed to be talking about that. Yeah, so that's that's one of the things. And we've actually kind of obviously made a huge inroad into that. But what we do here is a technical analysis. And so we've got we've got our classic Metastock program here. Uh, and it's really into technical analysis. You like this. It's been rated every number one in Stocks and Commodities magazine. Every year uh, it's been rated number one since 1992. Wow. So 25 years in a row. And it does like, if you're interested in like scanning the market or getting real-time alerts or testing trading ideas, uh, it can do all that for you. And in addition to that, it, it, it has like this patent pending forecaster, which is pretty cool. That kind of gives you a statistical kind of view of what the market's likely to do. So who would you say, and, and again, I often find when you're bouncing around to these different tools that there's always kind of a learning curve but it seems like when i played around metastock it's very intuitive it's something that you can learn very quickly who is kind of like the ideal person or 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 trader is it somebody who's likes to back test a lot of different studies is it more of like a gray box type type thing or you know or traditional charting that's a really good question and if you would have asked me like seven years ago i'd say well definitely it's somebody that's kind of a let's say a technician around the marketplace. 
like because uh, in the program you can go in and test trading ideas and and you can I'd say when I started for the company our core uh, our core client was an engineer but what we've done and so if you want to go in and kind of create your own methodologies and uh, and test them to see how well they work or you want to create your own scan you can but one of the things that we've been working on a lot over the last uh, let's say seven to ten years is actually creating really good methodologies to put in the toolkit so people that that um, that maybe don't want to kind of create their own methodologies has a lot that they can test it and say, okay, well, how does this work against, let's say, the ETFs? I'm an ETF trader. Which, how well does like this Bollinger Band system that is in the system work, and how does it compare to like the MACD? And it can kind of give you the kind of like a summary report and show you how well it works. So it's definitely, it's definitely. You, you said how hard is it to learn, and I'd say it definitely depends on how deep down the rabbit hole that you get go. You know, um, I've been working here on 20, 20 plus years, and there's still things that I learn. Uh, but in terms of getting proficient in the program, it's not very long. The th but that's one of the things I like about Metastock is, is there's so many products out there that do one thing, right? And it's so easy to outgrow those products. And they're gen uh, uh, with Metastock, it is literally a toolbox that you don't outgrow. It, it continues to grow with you as you kind of evolve as a trader. And that's, I think, why we've got such a kind of, uh, uh, kind of a, a core database and we've just been using it forever. Is that how it ends up, that, that there ends up being like a very loyal database that really starts using it, gets very comfortable, and then, all right, they're not going anywhere. Is, yeah. is the hurdle getting people comfortable with the, with the program? Um, it is. Uh, it definitely is because it is a toolbox. We say, here's a massive toolbox. Uh, have fun. <laughs> right? But what we've done over the last couple of years is like through uh, uh, with, with video and stuff like that is actually show people how to kind of go in and, and, and take a story driven approach. Okay. You know, a lot of people don't necessarily want to trade with one specific indicator. They don't care. Right. They're not like married to Bollinger band. So what we allow, what we kind of show as a workflow is, okay, here, give us the stocks that you're interested in. We'll tell you the indicators that kind of have worked best over the last one year, five years, or 10 years. And we'll help you design a trading methodology that has actual good performance and apply it to those stocks that actually have worked well with. And uh, one of the things I'd say that we've done, uh, and I'm proud of over the last uh, even five to 10 years, is just taking advantage of how easy it is to create video and kind of educate people on how to use this toolbox. And it's certainly been reflected in our, in our, in our retention numbers. Yeah, no, because the, the, that's something that, that I'll see if I'm using a tool and then I get, feel like I'm not using, you know, the, the, the majority of it, if I'm just using 10 or 15% of it, I feel overwhelmed. So that's, that's great that there's that path that people can get educated to be able to, and, and you, and you mentioned you, you trying to do things more custom as far as if somebody's into, you know, this indicator or, or that study, you point them in the right direction. How, how does that work? Is that just through searching on, on videos? Uh, yeah, well, yes and no. Um, you, there's definitely tools that are out there, like videos that we've created that go, okay, let's say you're a customer and you want to find stocks that are overbought uh, based on RSI or something like that, right? 
generally, well, that's a bad example because it's already included in the program. But let's say somebody wants to create something custom. They can go into the program and they can actually create it. And then they can go and test it and they can see it if it's a good idea. And then they can run it as a scan. But one of the services that we offer is you can actually, if you have an idea that you want to implement and you don't want to, let's say you're not nerdy like, like, like I am, uh, you just want to pay somebody to create it for like 35 bucks. We have a programmer that will write anything that you want to. All right. Talk to me about that because I am not nerdy like you. And I have ideas, and I'm going to guess the majority of my audience is going to be closer to me as far as, great, we have ideas, but I don't code, nor do I want to learn, you know, another, you know, one of these languages. So if I have an idea, I can just send it over, and for $35, I can get help? Yeah, they'll create it for you. Absolutely. That's awesome. And I think that's missing on a lot of these different programs because – you know, even something like Think or Swim, it's not that ThinkScript is difficult to learn, but you need to put the time in. And there are some very, very basic studies that you still need to use ThinkScript for. And it'd be great if, you know, like you guys have that you have an idea and it's like just outsourcing, hey, we'll help you because I'm sure it takes that person less than an hour what it would take the layman 10 hours to figure out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, it's something that a lot of people like. So uh, it's not hard. I'd say it's easier than ThingScript to use. But uh, you're right. Most people don't really don't really want to learn how to do it. And, yeah, for 30 bucks, they just kind of kick it out as a scan or a test or a new indicator or something like that. Very, it, It's one of the very, very cool things about uh uh, and and the thing is, is like it's been such a popular service. Almost um, our whole support team actually is trained on how to kind of create indicators over the last three or four years, just to kind of spread around the load. Wow! And that probably also just shows that it's not that complicated. It's just a matter of being around and putting putting a little bit of time. It's like uh, the uh, you know, there's a lot of buzzwords that go around the industry, like uh, like like simple language or, you know, but when it comes down to a lot of these programming environments for people, they're like one of them, one of the popular ones that we compete against uh, is built in Java. And the other really popular one out there that we compete against is built in like an old version of Pascal. If you're familiar with like Excel, uh, that's really kind of the, everything's kind of function driven in Metastock. Like if you want to reference the close in a, in a thing, you can kind of abbreviate it or spell it out as C or close, but it is a lot simpler for people uh, over the years. One time I had a, a programmer that was very, very versed in easy language. And he said, you know what? 90% of the time I want to write something. I actually go in and write it in Metastock before I go in and write it in easy language. And the main reason I do is it's just so much easier to do. It's easier to just bang out the code. Wow. You're talking, you're talking way over my head. I'm, I'm back to that $35. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll, I'll simplify it down. Sorry about that. You know, I want to, you know, stop here. And I was talking with, with Jeff beforehand and, uh, and, and he agreed to, to share a, a 30 day trial. So for anyone who's, uh, who's interested, I, I highly, highly, you know, suggest that there's no downside. It's like one of those free upside calls where you don't have to pay anything. And if it, and if it works out for you, it's only upside and there's no risk. So 
If you just go to activedaytrader.com forward slash trading school, and this will be under the podcast number seven, you could just click a link, grab a free 30-day trial, check it out and see if it works for you. Uh, do you mind if I say a few things about the trial offer? I'd love for you to say lots of things about the trial offer. <laughs> okay. Number one, uh, the thing the, uh, with the trial, uh, make sure you cancel if you decide you don't want it uh, because it is a subscription. It's like signing up for a Netflix subscription. You're probably not going to want to cancel it. But if you also, if you run into any problems, just get, feel free to chat online with one of our support reps. Uh, we have more support reps here than we have people in sales and marketing put together. And then, uh, and they're very good. I get a lot of good feedback from them on a regular basis. And uh, number two, I thought there was a number two, but I might have forgotten it. <laughs> but uh, number two, um, if you have any issues or if you need anything, feel free to reach out to us. One of the things that we provide pr pride ourselves in is the ability or, or, or the way we work with customers. And uh, uh, I, I get good feedback. Just, just yesterday, I got a, a comment from a guy that said, you know, David and your support team is awesome. He just spent an hour helping me out. Uh, and uh, they're very, very satisfied when they get done. The other thing is, is if you kind of go up to the trial page, you'll be able to see videos and stuff like that. But I want to encourage you, we also do have people that can kind of answer questions. If you have questions that are specific, like how do I do this or can I do this, feel free to give our office a call. It's 800-882-3040. Uh, and just mention the Active Day Trader podcast so you can get the trial if it's appropriate. But um, they, we have such a well-trained team, and we, we, put, we try and put people in front of revenue, and that's generally been our strategy over the years. And I think it's led to our success, really, literally. That's great. You know, uh, Jeff, we'll also throw that phone number on the uh, on the podcast page so people could can go to that. And then as far as this is probably not not a free trial, but still, if they want to check out uh, the, the Zenith program, Stock Zenith, which is all the, the news based is cool if we drop a link in there as well, just so they can learn about that. And that's the ninety seven dollar a month, you know, Bloomberg esque news service. Yeah. So when you go up to metastock.com slash active day trader, that'd be like how I kind of just, yeah, anyway, <laughs> when you go up there, there's going to be two options. There's going to be a free trial for like what we call our DC service uh, and an option for our RT service. So DC, just to kind of simplify it, means it's daily charts. Uh, a few years ago, we used to call it end of day because it just gave you an end of the day market update. Uh, but we decided to rename it because we actually pump an hourly quote. And that that's just Metastock, but it's only like $59 a month. So it's a great way to kind of try Metastock if you want to try it. If you want to, if you want to try out Metastock real-time with all of the news, just sign up for the real-time offer on there because it'll include Metastock for a free trial and it'll include the complete access to all of the news that's available as well. And then you can kind of evaluate both. If you decide you want to just go with the news service, uh, well, we well, welcome to the welcome to the family, right? But if you want to do both, then you then you've got experience with both of them. You might even decide, hey, I want to do the fifty nine dollar option, and you can always change that. Uh, but I would just recommend if you're doing the trial, try out the whole thing. You'll get access to all of the training that's available. You'll get access to the support, and you'll get a full kind of 
you'll get to try everything as opposed to just trying one part of it. And, and Jeff, it's, it's full options and futures, right? Yeah. So um, basically, uh, with with uh, the real time option, basically you're going to get real time FX. You'll also get uh, a regional access of your choice. So here's the regions: there's uh, North and South America, Europe, Middle East, and Africa, and Asia Pacific. So you sign up for the region that you want, and what you'll be able to do is, uh, well, you'll always get real time FX. You'll be able to see delayed data anywhere in the world. So um, even if it's not in your region. And then you'll also be able to go real-time by paying exchange fees for the exchanges for the stocks that you want um, real-time access to. And I should probably, do you think I should probably talk about uh, exchange fees, Jonathan? Yeah, sure. I mean, if, if, if that's a, you know, I, I would say if it's a frequently asked question that people are interested in, I mean, absolutely. So with exchange fees, like, so what happens is uh, like New York Stock Exchange, uh, NASDAQ and Amex are all the, all kind of the same, but exchanges have like real-time fees that you have to pay for if you want to get real-time data from them. So for like NASDAQ, it's like $1.07. For New York Stock Exchange, it's $1.07. And for Amex, they're all $1.07. So that isn't something that we can waive because we have to pay those exchange fees uh, to the exchange regardless of whether you're not you're on a trial. So you'll, you'll pay for any exchanges you want real-time, uh, if you do all the stocks, it's like three fifteen or something like that. You can add options for nine dollars. If you don't, if if you want futures, the rates can kind of be quite expensive. But it's just the futures uh, exchanges that are adding the cost to them. If you don't pay for any exchanges and you just want to do a free trial, you, you're welcome to do that. Uh, the, the big difference there is, is everything will be delayed 15 minutes. So you'll still get to be able to see how the platform accesses. You'll still get real-time news. You'll get access to all the real-time videos and all that kind of content. But anything that's delivered from the exchange will be just on a 15 to 20-minute delay, depending on the exchange. I always... Uh... I always like asking you this question because I know you guys are always making updates and coming out with cool things. Is there something that you guys are working on for 2018 that, they, that you're really excited about that maybe you can give us a little, little heads up on? Yeah, uh, right now the big focus is kind of a, re, a total revamp of kind of like our underlying charting engine. Um, and uh, so they're redoing it from scratch and in, in kind of like all the latest technologies. Um, and it's not necessarily very exciting, but it's something that we need to do. It's kind of like um, uh, it'll allow us to do a lot of the st stuff that we want to be able to do in the platform. And it's just kind of modern. Right now we're kind of in a, a roadmap of modernizing kind of the whole platform. And this is step one of that. So one and of the things that... Go ahead. When you're talking about modernizing the platform, in which direction are you looking to modernize it? Is, is it so people could you know, continue to build their own tools? Is it accessibility? Is it connection to different uh, exchanges around the world? Where is the, where's the growth that, that you're really looking for? Which direction? It's definitely not um, the exchanges. We already cover about 191 of them okay. <laughs> globally. But it's, uh, in terms of, the, it's just a complete technic, uh, uh, underlying technology overhaul. So that when we go in and do stuff, like, like, for example, 
and I'm trying to kind of be careful about what I say because some of it's secret. But for example, like I was going for the secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. Uh, but one of the things that we do <laughs> in Metastock that kind of a lot of people like, and it's very unique to Metastock, is our forecasting module. And uh, with the forecaster, basically, it's a patent pending engine. Uh, it basically, like, like, for example, let's say uh, in the Dow, there's been, I think last time I checked, about 52 new 52 Kaiser. No, I think that's the wrong number. Don't quote that number. But there's been probably about 20 or 30 new highs that we've set this year, right? Uh, that's what we would call an event uh, in the forecaster. And what the forecaster, and it's one of the events, it's like about 40 or 50 events that you can kind of look at. And what the, the forecaster will probably will probably will do is it'll go through and say, well, okay, what happens after this 52-week high? Or what happens after this Bollinger Band signal? Is the price likely to go up or down? And it applies a lot of statistical probability um, calculations to it. Part of it is a lot has to do with our patent pending. And this is available in the platform already. But what it'll do is it'll say, it'll go in and kind of do this statistical thing and try and answer the question, is, what is the probability of um, the stock likely to do? And I'd recommend, uh, if this sounds interesting to you, if you go to that webpage, you can watch a little bit of a video that actually kind of walks you through it. But one of the things we want to do is actually integrate that into our charting engine so that we can kind of put this probability mapping technology into, straight into the charting engine. And uh, we can't because it's kind of the way that the charting engine is uh, built. And so what we're doing is we're kind of retooling it to, for the, uh, so that we can do stuff like that. So we can kind of display these probability maps directly in the engine. So it's kind of interesting. It's a company that kind of like, developed a lot of the things that people take a group uh, like metastock is a company that developed a lot of the things that i think traders um take advantage of these days like scanning for signals we were the first ones to do it uh system testing like we were one of two companies and i believe you know this was a long time ago so but i believe we we're the first company to actually release a tester where you could go say here's my buy parameters and here's my sell parameters and uh it would actually kind of do it for you and so it's one of the things that we've just got such a talented staff here that really kind of know how to push the envelope and uh it's got a great heritage this forecaster is something that just our traders absolutely love because it answers the question well how likely is it to go up? Show me on a probability scale. Is it 50% likely to go up or is it 60%? What's it going to do after seven days? What, it does, what is it likely to do after 14 days? It'll actually go out six months depending on the pattern to kind of give you a clear idea. And it's just, it's just something that's just not available out there. So, it sounds very intuitive. It's very cool. I, I use it mostly, personally, I use it as kind of a confirmation tool. Uh, what I, I'll usually have an idea, you know, hey, I want to take a long position on the Dow. Uh, what's it likely to do based on what it's doing right now? It's very, very cool. And I, I kind of use it as a confirmation tool uh, before I get into a trade. And you know, that, and that's a great way to use it, you know, back to, back to trading. And I'm sitting here listening. I'm like, you know, that sounds like a really cool tool that somebody could you know, get a lot of use out of. 
But when people just want to use something like that as a standalone without using other, you know, inputs behind it, I think that's where people can kind of get themselves into trouble. I think uh, using it as a, as a confirmation where it's another thing that, you know, adds to the idea that can give a trader confidence in, in their position so they're not doubting themselves once they have risk on. Yeah, for me, it's a red light <laughs> or a green light, right? So if I, I what, usually, and just to kind of give you a little bit of an idea of how I trade, I, I usually trade Dow options. Uh, almost exclusively. I've, I've traded a few other instruments, but on the on the futures, right? Uh, actually, on the on the ETF. Really? Yeah. What's, um, what symbol do you use? DIA. Okay. And so usually, what I'll do is I know I want to buy puts or I want to buy calls, but I'll go in there and kind of see how the channels are forming and what the probabilities look like. And there's been reasons I've totally walked away from a trade just because it was it didn't look good in the forecaster. But it's usually just like a that last confirmation step that I want to uh, that I want to do. Um, why do you trade the Dow ETF? Just curious. I mean, it's, a, it's an expensive, relatively you know just number. It's expensive, so obviously it takes buying power if you want to trade options. What what uh, what brought you to the Dow? Well, there might be smarter options. <laughs> I never claimed to be the best trader out there, but generally, so when I started trading, I started trading with this uh, the system that's inbuilt into Metastock called the RMO, which is a... Jeff, what's it, it called? I'm sorry. It's called the RMO system. R RMO. Yeah. Okay. And that has an interesting backstory all by itself. But I, when I started trading, I basically was just taking ETF positions, either long or short, based on Dow positions, right? And then kind of as, as I got a little bit more successful with it, and I actually just switched that over to buying calls and puts. If you have some ideas on how I could better leverage that, I'm all ears. But usually that's kind of where the genesis of that was. Very cool. And of course, I do have some ideas just because I, I love to trade options, but it's always interesting. I mean, I, I, know, you, I know you know your stuff, so it's always interesting to hear what, what other people, people trade. Yeah, I don't, I, when it comes to that, I can't say that I know my stuff about what is the best like, uh, instrument to go off of. I've always just done, I started doing ETFs, and then I, start, uh, I just kind of naturally branched into puts or calls on the options. Uh, based on my positions because I wanted a little bit more juice out of the moves. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, so I, tr I trade a bit differently than, than, than most, I would say if I was trading the Dow, I would really, really need to need to observe the 30 holdings very closely because it's just a basket, right? So mm -hmm. I would need to look at that basket. I'd probably make different baskets that, out of that group of 30 stocks and use them as you know what's really going on underneath the hood is it just one strong stock or overall is is everything is everything weak is it getting pulled down by one sector so that's usually how i'm looking at the market i'm looking at highly correlated assets against one another so looking at that dow against you know the basket of 30 stocks it's it's always crazy to me that you know the dow is such a, a big index but yet it's just 30 Over stocks. 30 stocks, yeah. And that, uh, with, with one of the things that I kind of do on a fairly regular basis is I'll just go through, and in Metastock, there's a list of all of the Dow 30 components, and so I'll just arrow through them. But um, uh, generally, um, and I think it might have to do, I think your background is more story-driven, 
Like that's what you like to talk about, right? I do. Uh, and my mine has always been kind of more. What's the overall trend of the market doing? Are we in a bullish trend or in a bearish trend? Uh, and how can I take advantage of that? So I think it's a little bit of just a bit of a different philosophy. Sure. Right. No. There's obviously. I mean, there's. That's a great thing about you know trading. There's so many different things to do. There's so many different ways to express your opinion, and I just think it's really important for people to to find something that's in, in their rhythm. I mean, I have to assume that you trade like you do because you have a busy job and, and, and it's probably more towards swing trading than something where that's going to take up your time throughout the day. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You, you could say I have a busy job. That wouldn't be an understatement. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you, of course, you'd love some time to trade, but you have to, if you want to trade, you have to find something that works within you know your schedule and your way of life your temperament you know i always tell people that for whatever reason when i trade futures i'm like add i can't stay in futures positions a long time but when i trade options i can i have all the patience in the world i can wait for 30 days 60 days i can just very easily ignore my position and just let it work i don't know why but when it comes to futures you know it's definitely more transactional well, are you doing more of like an option? Like, are you doing uh, are you doing directional strategies? Like, are you buying puts and calls? Are you looking to do kind of a calendar spread? What general option strategies do you use? I love event based trading. I love research. I love finding different stories. And once I find different stories, then I am usually buying out of the money calls or buying out of the money puts. In so. a directional strategy more based upon volatility, more based upon that I'll have a bias towards a direction, mm -hmm. but, but overall I want to value the options and only buy calls or puts if I feel like the volatility is mispriced. For me, I've always found it's easier to buy uh, options um, than leverage futures contracts. And I've never, to be frank, I've never bought a leverage future contract. So it's a lot easier for me to buy options. But the thing that makes it, I think, a little bit more comforting for me is usually I'm buying puts. And as soon as I, or I'm buying calls, right? I mean, I'm going super directional. Uh, and so I generally, my mentality that I take into it is, okay, I'm, I've bought options. I no longer own that money. That money is gone. Now, if I sell those options for a profit, then yeah, obviously then I get the money back. But I think the the reason I like options as, as opposed to futures is kind of the limited risk uh, by buying calls and put. And that's why it, it surprises the heck out of me that the retail community, you know, generally speaking, likes to sell options. And I think it's because of all the gurus are trying to teach people a strategy that makes money 90% of the time without really making them aware of that 10%, the risks that are involved. Because I too like to buy options because I want to risk $500, $1,000. I don't want tail risk. I don't want to be surprised. I want to know exactly what I'm getting myself into. I, uh, let's say, um, let's say you're, we're talking now to a person that's absolutely brand new to the market, never traded at all. What is the biggest piece of advice? you think you'd give that person? For options or just general speaking? In general. In general, I would tell that person, I've seen so many people blow out accounts. I was on a webinar with my members and I had over a hundred people on the webinar and I said, you know, just 
as a, as a show of hands, you know, who here is blown out of account and who here has lost over 50% of account. And it was like 70% at least. And those were the ones that were willing to share. Mm-hmm. So my number one piece of advice for anybody would be to take advantage of the, the great software that's out there and to take advantage of paper trading. You yeah. should be paper trading. Yeah. And the exercises that I talk about is learn, 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 then paper trade, proof to yourself you can make $200 a week. Trade one lots, whatever it is. Make $200 a week consistently. If you can do that, if you can pass the test, go try to make $700 a week just on paper, phony baloney money. Don't risk any money until you go a week making $700 you know, overall in the week and then earn the right to risk real money because too often people want to try to learn in the market and what's inevitably going to happen is you know, there's so much emotion that, that comes in that they're not ready for and if they have a $50,000 account, they might feel like they're getting confident but that account's going to be 38000 spend all their time trying to get, get it back to even rather than take it slow. What's the, what's the rush? Treat it like a business, you mean? Treat it like an investment. You're <laughs> investing in a business. You're investing in real estate. You're buying something. You're putting your hard-earned money to work. Do research. There's no rush. So that's, that would be my plan. I run into so many people who say, I wish I would have met you six months ago. I wish I would have met you 18 months ago because it, it happens to everyone. So let's take oh. advantage of what's out there. Uh, I've heard this story all too many times and you know, you go into it. No, the nice thing about the market is you, you don't have to trade, <laughs> right? And, and particularly when you're learning, you can kind of do paper trading and you can kind of scale into it in a way that's appropriate for you. Like, uh, like you said, buy an buy a, buy one, you know, buy one. you know, um, one of the things that I'd also recommend is, um, has to do with like discipline and uh, emotion management. And I think the biggest thing that I, I kind of heard, have heard uh, from uh, one of the people that had a, had a profound impact on in terms of my trading was trade in an amount that's insignificant to you. In other words, if you're not able to sleep because your positions are so big, you're probably in too big of a position and you're probably not going to be, have the discipline to kind of cut your losses where you need to, or uh, you'll get out of a trade too early and that kind of stuff. Trade in an amount that is insignificant to you uh, is, I think, the advice I'd give to people. And scale it in. Yeah, scale, uh, I, I agree. Scale it in. I, I like the insignificance. Just It's difficult for people to do that, right? It's, it's, but just take, right, take, take it slow. I think that people trade too much. I think that people trade too big and you want to be in a position that you can be patient. If you're trading too big, it goes your way. You're going to take it off right away because you want to lock in profits, right? Yeah. Let, so let it work. Be, be patient. But, but overall, don't lose money. Don't lose money when you're, when you're learning. There'll be plenty of time to lose money once you know what you're doing. <laughs> I wish I could credit, credit this quote before, but um, oh, who was it? It was years ago. I think it may have been Robert Deal, but he, he'd get in front of people and he said, you know, there's old traders and there's bold traders, but there's not old, bold traders. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or another true. one of his was like, there, uh, bulls will make money, bears will make money, but pigs get slaughtered. Right. Take a disciplined approach. It's really what it comes down to. Right.
Yeah, no, no, right. Take it as a put approach, take it slow and don't get overwhelmed too, because you go on these platforms, there's what you start throwing the different permutations in them in there. We're talking billions of indicators. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. So, so don't get, don't get too overwhelmed, but Hey, Jeff, this, this was great. I, I want to let you go, but I really appreciate your time. Um, I wanted to get you on because we've been talking about Metastock a lot lately and I have a lot more interest in learning about the program. So I thought it'd be really beneficial for uh, for the audience to hear about it. So I really appreciate your time and, and thank you so much for tr- uh, the 30 day trial for uh, for the guys listening. I think they'll really like that. Thanks for having me and uh, thanks for listening for those of you in the audience. Fantastic. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for listening to the Trading School podcast with Jonathan Rose. Be sure to stop by activedaytrader.com slash trading school and check out today's free resources.